Welcome in, Scout Teamers. Welcome in to Scout Team Sports. We are back. We are into it. Week three in the NFL season, the 2021 NFL season to be exact. And boy, um, very, 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 very excited for uh, the um, matchups. We begin with the Thursday night football matchup, Panthers at Texans. Uh, unfortunately, Tyrod Taylor is hurt, and he's going to be out for some weeks. Um, I'm not sure who they said was starting, but of course, uh, Deshaun Watson is still inactive. So regardless of who they put in there, I think it spells doom for them. And um, yeah, the Panthers seem like they're doing uh, are doing well uh, against the teams that they're facing. Um, nothing to write home about about the teams that they have beat, but 3-0 and is still... 3-0, and and that's very good, and I think that uh, that's what's going to happen. Sam Darnold, uh, is been, uh, it's been uh, noted that he has made improvements on play action, so um, that's always a plus going in the right direction. They just seem to have a better overall team uh, than the Texans, so the Panthers on the road should go to 3-0 and after this Thursday night game. They should beat the Texans. We move on to the Sunday games. And a lot of uh, uh, interesting developments here going on. Uh, the Colts, who I thought would be, you know, stu- still very competitive, primarily because of their running game defense, not Carson Wentz, are struggling. And Carson Wentz is uh, possibly out. I think he's, he's he, I know he's banged up, um, and I'm not sure if he's going to play. Uh, so I think he's at least questionable uh, if he's going to play this weekend. Um, but coming up against the rival Titans, it's not a good look for him not to be 100% uh, and ready to go. Uh, and uh, for them to have to reserve, go to their backup quarterback, I think it's going to be uh, the end for the Colts before it gets started. So looking for the Titans to win at home over their division rival Colts. Next, we have the Falcons at the Giants, um, Falcons. Yeah, I, I, you know, this is this is one of those. You know, both teams owing to. Um, so it's this is one of those things where, uh, okay, one of these has got to get a win. I would hope so. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this has happened before where you get two winless teams early in the season, zero and one, zero and two, zero and three, and then okay, you know, you think somebody's got to win, and it ends in a tie. Please don't do that. Please just. Let they gonna have to play until somebody wins. Just do, do do like college rules and put them both at the twenty five and just just keep making them go, making them go, making them go, making them go. Somebody's got to give. Um, the, the, the ties are just it, it's 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 bad. It's really bad. I get it. You know, you know, fantasy players are gonna wear themselves out, but um, yeah, d- please. And it it just seems like it it. it I could just, it's like I could see it. I could see it before it happens. Falcons and Giants end in a tie. Ugh. But um, both teams are rather on the poorest side. Uh, if I had to pick one, this is, this, is, this is one of those tough toilet bowl matches because it's just both teams are not good. And uh, you see all the deficiencies on offense and defense for both teams. Um, Saquon Barkley is not 100%. Uh, the Falcons still don't have a defense, 
And uh, Matt Ryan is hot, cold, hot, cold, in my opinion, even though he's got a high, supposedly high-powered, overpowered offense, minus Julio Jones, still supposed to have a whole bunch of weapons. Um, I'll go with the Falcons. And that's as as sure as I am about who's going to win this one, because like I said, both teams have a lot of holes on offense and defense, even though the Falcons are overpowered or high-powered on offense. I mean, losing Julio Jones is still uh, a blow, and especially if your quarterback is used to him being on the field and he's not on the field anymore, even though Julio was injured a lot. Um, yeah, that, it just seems like it's different, but I'm thinking the Falcons will get their first win. I just don't have enough confidence in Daniel Jones, uh, that offense, and if Saquon Barkley is not 100%, I don't have faith in the Giants right now. Uh, next, oh yes, yeah, so I'm picking the Falcons over the Giants in that one. Next, we have probably one of the two games that I think will be on uh, television, um, probably um, you know on basic television and your uh, the main uh, games that they'll want to televise as far as Sunday day games. We have the AFC division rivals, Chargers versus the Chiefs, both teams one and one while the other two teams are two and oh can you believe that um yes it's not far off that's only a one game difference um but still this is almost the opposite of what i would have expected uh going into week three uh but the chargers um looking good you know they fell short just by three points against uh the cowboys and the chiefs who i thought were going to win lose a one point game to the ravens shocked by that one but um john harbaugh um, having faith in his quarterback, uh, in Lamar Jackson, and they went for it on fourth and they got it in, they punched it in, uh, and got the home win on Sunday night football against the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are one and one now. Um, if anything was their weak link, it would be the defense. I do think Justin Herbert can take advantage of them. I do think that offense, the Chargers, if everything is functioning and they don't make mistakes, don't turn the ball over. They can score points against the Chiefs' defense. Um, you know, I, I mean, the Chiefs have maybe one or two good key players on defense, but other than that, they're still not um, a fearsome defense, uh, a defense that's a force to be reckoned with. They're not there. It's still all about their offense. Um, and I think that the, the Chiefs' offense should have a field day against the Chargers, so I'm probably looking at a shootout here. Um, but if I am going to have a shootout, uh, and I have, I'll, as good as Justin Herbert is, he is not Patrick Mahomes. So, got to go with the Chiefs in this one. Um, it's just, I think it's a smart pick. It might not be right, but it's still a smart pick. Um, if both defenses are subpar and both offenses are good, uh, I got to go with Pat Mahomes to get the job done in the end. Um, so, I'm taking the Chiefs at home over the Chargers. Next, we have... The Bengals at the Steelers. I thought the Bengals were going to pull it out last week, and uh, they came up a little short. Um, but I still like how um, Joe Burrow is is progressing. I still like him as a quarterback. It's the team as a whole uh, that I'm worried about. And can that offensive line protect him? Because if they can't protect him, then he's going to be out this season too. Uh, and that's that's very unfortunate for the Bengals, who are trying to rebuild with, I would say, a solid man as their franchise quarterback. The Steelers, they, uh, I just, 
I was confused by them. I, 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 I guess I knew them, but I, I knew they are who I thought they were, but I, I thought they were going to beat the Raiders, but hey, the Raiders pulled it out a full team win last week and the Steelers, um, who I figured the offense was a subpar, but I figured the defense would be, you know, making plays like they did against the Bills and would pull it out. They fall to the Raiders and they are one-on-one now as well. Um, but I still think that that defense uh, is good enough to um, at least neutralize Joe Burrow. I wouldn't say totally stop that Bengals offense, but neutralize them. They're going to have a field day probably against that offensive line. And the offensive line is going to need to protect Joe Burrow if they want any chance in this. Uh, I really do want to pick the Bengals. Um, my heart is saying the Bengals, but my head is saying the Steelers. Um, because even though that Steeler offense is subpar, that Steeler defense is really good. I don't know if the 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 Bengals can you know have an aerial assault on the Steelers defense like the Raiders did. I don't think they're there at that level yet. Um, so I still would have to go with the Steelers in this one. Um, but I do like the Bengals, and hopefully maybe on the next one, if the if the steel if the Bengals continue to improve. The next meeting, the next going around, the second division game between these two, I would definitely pick the Bengals. But for right now, I've got to go with the Steelers at home beating the Bengals. Next, we have Bears at Browns. Uh, Justin Fields will be making his first start uh, now because of Andy Dalton and the injury issues. Uh, They can't wait any longer. Um, I don't think, I still don't think this was the one that they, I knew uh, that eventually Justin Fields will start this season. I just don't think this was the particular start. I don't think this was the one that they had planned for. Um, but I think um, I think it was going to be at least like two more games. Or uh, I'm pretty sure they had a game coming up on a on their schedule that they were facing a weaker team. Um, but here it is nonetheless because Andy Dalton can't go um, health wise. So uh, Justin Fields making his first start against a very good defense in the Browns. I expect Justin Fields to make a couple of nice plays, um, especially with him being so athletic. And, of course, that Bears defense is going to come to play. But in the end, I think on overall, the Browns are just a better team. They're better at quarterback. They're better at running back uh, right now. And they are better at defense. So eventually, I think that Bears defense, as good as they are, is going to be on the field too long. They will wear down. And because the Bears offense can't score, uh the Bears defense will be on the field too long. They'll eventually give up points and the Browns should have a complete win. Uh, I won't say a blowout, but a complete win, um, you know, looking good in every aspect, offense, offense, defense, special teams, running game, passing game, and the Browns should beat the Bears uh, at home. So I'm taking the Browns over the Bears. Next, we have Ravens at Lions. Ravens getting back in the win column against the Chiefs. Very surprising. Happy for Lamar Jackson. Finally got a win against Pat Mahomes after going 0-3 against him. So, um, you know, that that builds that rivalry. That, you know, it's not just, you know, I was going to say, you know, if if it's continuing to be Pat Mahomes over uh, Lamar Jackson in their matchups, then it's like, okay, it's not a rivalry. Um, But it should be as good as both teams are collectively. And the Ravens just got a feather in their cap by getting that win on Sunday Night Football. They travel to Detroit. Detroit. Um, 
for a um, Lions team that still doesn't know who they are, doesn't know their way. I can't say they lost their way. They never found it. They never had it, in, in my opinion, of all of my years of watching the Lions uh, since Barry Sanders was there. So I still don't think they have it, unfortunately. Um, and with the Ravens defense, as aggressive as they are, uh, and the Ravens offense, even if they are depleted, they still find ways to score. Uh, and I think that should be enough. As long as Lamar takes care of the football, they shouldn't have any issues of a solid win. Even if he does have issues with the football, I mean, I still think that they'll win. But you don't want that to continue to be a problem, be an issue. Uh, it's just like when I was saying with Josh Allen, when he would run with the football, uh, the quarterback of the Bills, he didn't protect the football and he he coughed up the ball a lot of times when he started scrambling with the football and trying to do too much and uh, I think Lamar has that same issue if Lamar could protect the football um, they would probably be 2-0 right now and looking to go 3-0 against the Lions but they are 1-1 they should win this game Um, they're better on offense they're better on defense than the Lions so I'm picking the Ravens over the Lions and next we have the Saints at the Patriots. This one's interesting uh, because I like Jameis Winston, um, but, you know, he has his faults. And, you know, it's been a while since he started the football, you know, been been the starter, I will say, um, a regular starter as on a team. Um, so, you know, I'm, I, you know, he did good first week against the Packers. I don't know what that meltdown was all about with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they come back the next week. They lose the game. Now they're one and one. Now they're going up against a tough defense in the Patriots. Even if I think still Stephon Gilmore is still out, uh, the Patriots defense is still solid. Um, they still have a good running game, and they've got rookie Mac Jones. And they are, <clears throat> excuse me, they're at home. I'm thinking that the Patriots will pull this one out slightly. I think that running game and defense. We'll pull this out slightly, and uh, they'll they'll force Jameis Winston to make mistakes. But, you know, I do think Jameis Winston is better with Sean Payton helping him out, with Sean Payton guiding him. He, he should do a lot better than he ever did in the Buck with the Bucks. Like I said, I don't think Bruce Arians even coached him. I think I think Bruce Arians, um, I think Bruce Arians was he was on his way out. Um, I think he was on his way out, or he didn't play that first year that Bruce Arians was a coach. Uh, I think it was, but, um, yeah, something happened. I just don't remember Jameis Winston being the quarterback and Bruce Arians being the head coach. I just don't remember that together. I don't for some reason. Um, But, yeah, I think that um, he's going to do better overall this season. Uh, But I think tough matchups like this, a tough defense, a tough – a running game with um, Mac Jones at the helm who will just play safe, conservative football and grind the game out. That's what the Patriots would do on offense, throwing screen passes to James White um, and running the football with that new um, running back to God. I can't remember his name, uh, but they've, they've got ground and pound on their mind. And I think that that's what they're going to do to that Saints defense and just wear them down. Uh, and then Jameis Winston is going to have to throw and throw and throw and throw to try to get back in the game. And I don't think that's a good recipe against the Patriots defense. But that's not to say that the Patriots are going to dominate this game because I don't think they're that. uh, I still think they're trying to find their way, trying to get solid on offense. So I'm looking for a close game, looking for an exciting game. 
Uh, I would like Jameis to get a win here, but I'm thinking the Patriots are going to win. So I'll be picking the Patriots over the Saints in this one. That will stop us right here. Going to take a break, commercial break. Got to hear from our sponsor. But I'll be back on the other side and we'll continue these predictions and analysis for week three of the NFL 2021. I am your host once again, Devalian with Scout Team Sports. Be back in a minute. Scout Team Sports, and we're back in it, back on this Thursday morning. Getting ready for this NFL weekend. We are on the second half of the predictions and analysis for this week three of this upcoming weekend. I'm sounding redundant. Bear with me. No, don't bear with me. Just tell me to get it right. Getting it right. I'm going to get it right. We're on the second half here of predictions and analysis for the week three in the NFL. And we begin, or continue rather, with the Cardinals at the Jaguars. Cardinals uh, have gotten it served up to have a 3-0 and start to this season. Uh, they're better in every aspect. Offense, defense, special teams. Uh, Kyler Murray leading the helm. Uh, with D-Hop and company on offense, and then that defense is good enough to give uh, the Jaguars fits. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, that Sunshine will still get a, maybe a touchdown or two because they're going to be behind the whole game and they're going to have to uh, throw a lot. Uh, and since I'm not confident in their running game, um, that's what it's going to be most of the game. Um, and I don't really think Urban Meyer knows what he's doing here at the pro level. Uh, but he, he's he got to find his way just like his quarterback's going to find his way. So, I mean, I'm sure maybe eventually they'll get a win as, as they get better. But it's not happening against the Cardinals. So Cardinals will improve to 3-0 and with a win on the road against the Jaguars. Next, we have Washington football team. Now, if they had Ryan Fitzpatrick, I would actually give them somewhat of a chance in this game. But Tyler Henneke is not the guy. I mean, he's a backup for a reason. Uh, if he was so good and they were so confident in him, and again, I don't agree with them not even giving Cam Newton a shot. But if Tyler Henneke was so good, and you know, because they were, he surprised people in that playoff game last year against the Bucks, uh, he should have been made the starter this year instead of a one-year deal, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So um, no shot here, even though. Uh, I still love that Washington football team defense, um, but it's the same adage. Football is very, very simple once you break it down. It's not that complicated, even though it looks like it has a lot of pieces and a, a lot of complicated um, scenarios that could happen uh, due to all these pieces moving around. But it really comes down to this. If you don't have balance, to me, balance wins championships, not defense, balance you have to have good offense and good defense at some point. Even if one side of the football carries you through most of the season, you're going to need both in the playoffs, at least in the Super Bowl, in order to win a championship. So when it comes to that, Washington football team doesn't have the offense right now that I am confident in uh, because of their quarterback. They have weapons. They have a running game. They have uh, weapons at wide receiver. But, I mean, 
you know, Scary Terry did well last week because of the team that they were going up against. They were going up against the Giants on Thursday night football. So, you know, that that's different than facing the Bills. The Bills are a better defense, and the Bills have an, an offense that's going to challenge that Washington football team. And if Washington football team's defense is on the field too long because their offense can't score and can't catch up in time, that spells the end for Washington football team. So I have to pick the Bills. Um, you know, the Washington football team is one that's coached by Ron Rivera, so I would never be surprised if they pulled a rabbit out of the hat and somehow won the game. But to me, it's just not a smart pick right now uh, with Tyler Henneke at quarterback. So I'm going with the Bills at home to beat Washington football team. Next, we have Jets at Broncos. Not much to say here. Um, Zach Wilson doing the best that he can as a rookie, uh, being thrown into the Wolves, uh, which is his own team. <laughs> and, and the Wolves ain't the other team. It ain't the team he's facing. It's his own team. That's the Wolves. That's when you talk about being thrown into the Wolves, being thrown uh, in with the Sharks. It's his own team that's eating them because they're not good at all. And uh, the Broncos will improve to 3-0 and here. Not much to talk about. They have a steady quarterback now uh, with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so, I mean, there's not much more to say than that other than that. Um, look at look out. The Broncos are going to be 3-0. and um, Now, albeit, you know, the teams that they face aren't that good. But, um, you know, that, that votes well for them trying to fight for a playoff spot even when they start to face the teams that are good. Um, because it's going to be a hit and miss. Maybe they, they beat a team that's good. Maybe they lose to a team that's good. But if they beat the weak teams, that's half the work. Half your work is done, especially in the regular season. So, I mean, that's how a lot of teams get to the playoffs. They don't beat the good teams. They beat the bad teams. They're somewhere in the middle, and they get to the playoffs. That happens, like, almost every year now. At least one or two teams does that. Um, and actually, I think the the, the, the stat is four teams – uh, make the playoffs that didn't make the playoffs last year, every year for like the last 10 years. And then four teams that made the playoffs last year don't make the playoffs. So until that cycle breaks, I have no reason to believe that the Broncos wouldn't be in that mix. Um, everybody in AFC West, surprisingly, is in the mix. Can you believe that or not? Uh, but yeah, easy one for the Broncos here. Steady on uh, offense, solid on defense. The Jets have no chance. Uh, Broncos will improve to 3-0. and uh, Next, we also have the other undefeated team in the AFC West, the Raiders, going up against the Dolphins. Initially, I thought, uh, you know, I was still going to pick the Raiders just because they're looking good uh, on offense and improving. They looked, I mean, that's my team. I know my team. They look better on defense than they have in a long time, um, albeit not that much, but they do look better on defense. So they're playing hard. Um, they're doing well. They beat a good offense in the Ravens uh, with Lamar Jackson. They beat a okay offense um, uh, with the Steelers. Um, and, of course, Derek Carr is doing well against a tough defense in the Ravens and a very tough defense in the Steelers. So he's got to go up against enough another, what I would say, tough defense um, in the Dolphins with a very good defensive head coach and Brian Flores. However, Tua is not... Um, what I would think is he's just not impressing me. On top of that, two is out. So you go to Jacoby Brissett, his first start since he's been with the Dolphins, his first start, and I would say it's been over a year since he 
was the 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 was the backup and then um for the Colts and then became the starter once Andrew Luck retired. That was the last time that that run that stretch that was the last time I believe that Jacoby Brissett was a starter or started a football game. So it's been a while. Um and not to say that uh, Jacoby is incompetent because I believe that he is. I believe he's a decent quarterback. But with not getting a start in so long and just now going up against um, a high-powered, I would say, getting near a high-powered offense in the Raiders uh, and the defense improving, I don't think that the Dolphins have a shot here. Um, I think they'll put up a good fight, but the Raiders need to take this one on top of that. Uh, the Dolphins came into their empty house last year and um, during during the, um, the lockdown um, season, if you will, uh, into Vegas and beat the Raiders at the last minute. So Raiders need some payback for this team that's coming into their house for a second consecutive year that's not a division rival in the Dolphins. They need to pay them back and get a win. All the chips are in the Raiders' hands. I think the Raiders win this one and improve to 3-0. and Can you believe that Broncos and Raiders will be on top of the division uh, in the AFC West at 3-0 and apiece? Next, we have the Seahawks. <clears throat> Excuse me, Seahawks at the Vikings. I think the Seahawks get back on back on track here on the win column. It's not to say that the Vikings won't put up a fight. The Vikings can definitely score against that Seahawks defense. Uh, and I think this is unfortunately the doom again for the Seahawks where they're going to be involved in a lot of shootouts because their offense is going to get the job done for the most part, especially if the defense isn't one of the like the top five defenses in the league. The Seahawks offense is going to get the job done. I just worry about that Seahawks defense. They've had stretches where they've played well um, on defense, um, and it should happen against the Vikings, but I still think that Dalvin Cook can cook, and so he should cook them at least for two touchdowns, um, but it won't be enough, and I believe the Seahawks will come out with the victory. I really think it's just offense versus offense on this one as far as strengths, and I have to go with the Seahawks as a whole, a better football team overall, um, at least on offense, than the Vikings. So Seahawks over Vikings. In the other Sunday day game that I think will definitely be televised, you probably have your featured matchup, the most uh, anticipated matchup, the most, um, I would say, popular matchup. The Buccaneers against the Rams. I mean, I see definitely see these two teams making the playoffs. I definitely see these two teams possibly meeting in the playoffs. I don't know what round that's going to be. Um, but I definitely see these two teams meeting in the playoffs. And with the Buccaneers riding high and doing what they're doing, and with the Rams uh, riding high doing what they're doing, um, <clears throat> this one's tough because I think, I think that... Um, if if you again if you if you look at the weakest link and you look at what the Buccaneers were able to do last year, remember they gave up points during the regular season. They gave up points even in the playoffs. <clears throat> it wasn't until the Super Bowl that they the defense just shut down that offense, the high powered offense of the Chiefs. It wasn't until the Super Bowl that they looked like a force to be reckoned with. They were giving up points all throughout the regular season, and the Bucks' offense was just toppling people. They were giving up points in the divisional round, the wild card round of the playoffs to Tyler Henneke, and then against the Saints, you know, they came back and won, and then even to the Packers, but they still came out on top, uh, 31-26. I remember that. 
that that score particularly for some reason. Um, so they're going to give up points. And I think with Aaron Donald and company coming after Tom Brady, I think this spells the first loss for the Buccaneers. These two teams, like I said, will definitely meet again in the playoffs. I don't know which round. Um, it looks to me like, for the most part, I don't see why these two teams wouldn't meet in the AFC, I mean, AFC, NFC championship game. Because right now, um, you know, the Packers are eh. But, of course, Aaron Rodgers can always improve. But as a team, as a whole, I don't see two teams that are more solid on offense and defense. I don't see two more complete teams right now than the Buccaneers and the Rams, even though the Buccaneers give up points on defense. So I got to go with the Rams here. I got to go with the Rams at home at SoFi Stadium. Buccaneers going all the way across the country. Um, Tom Brady playing in SoFi Stadium is cool. Um, but I think the Rams are going to pull this one out. It's going to be a fight. It's definitely going to be a fight. And I think this one will be very entertaining. Um, and uh, it's not to say that the Rams are a shutdown defense either, but they're going to give Tom Brady probably the most fits he's had since whatever week that was when they got blown out by the Saints last year. That's the that's like the toughest matchup that this is like the toughest defensive matchup that Brady's going to have to have faced since then, in my opinion. So I'm thinking the Rams will eke out a win here. Not going to be a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. I think the Rams will win this game. Um, but these two teams will meet again in the playoffs, and we'll see how these two teams have developed since then. And uh, maybe my prediction is the same. Maybe my prediction is different come that time. It could go either way because, like I said, these are two, in my opinion, Super Bowl contenders. So picking the Rams over the Buccaneers. Then we get to your Sunday night football game. Again, not sure how and who they're, why they're picking these games in terms of Sunday night football. I mean, if anything, the Bucks and the Rams should be on Sunday night football. Um, but we've got Packers at Niners. Um, your Monday night football matchup, I get that one. Division rival game, we'll get to that in a minute. But this one, I, it, I guess it's just because it's Aaron Rodgers. But Packers at the Niners. Uh, and we've got Aaron Rodgers again versus Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and yeah, they, you know, they want to bring up the record versus... Um, the Niners 0-3 in the playoffs and whatnot, but I don't go by that. I mean, that's like, you know, when, when certain stat people, and I don't know if they come up with the stats themselves or they're told uh, what stats that they can put on. I, I, I mean, come on. I, I don't really even think they try. They just try to look for something to put down there in the little note area right under the matchup card and put in this stat that's like I mean, like this has nothing to do with this year because these stats were based on teams that were different even though it's the same football team the personnel's different the coaching's different all kinds of things are different so why are you gonna just because they got a couple of same players why does this stat even mean anything you're supposed to give a stat that kind of makes it seem like it's somewhat relevant to this game not previous games this game you have to make that stat relevant to this game. And the fact that Aaron Rodgers has a 5-6 and six career record and 0-3 record in the playoffs against the Niners to this game means absolutely nothing. 
because the Niners are not as good as they were previously. Jimmy Garoppolo already knows that he is not the future of this team. He already knows that. And on top of that, the Niners' defense is not what it was. So I have to go with the Packers in this one, even though the Packers' defense worries me. I'm, I don't have any confidence in that Packers' defense, but I believe that because of the shakiness and uneasiness of the Niners, even though they're 2-0, even though they've beat the teams that they've beat, uh, which is not, to me, not that impressive. They, you beat the teams that you're supposed to beat um, and barely beat the Lions at that. Um, I think the Packers are back on the rise. I don't see the, the Packers losing this game. Um, I understand it would be at home. I mean, if the Niners get you know that home crowd into it, maybe they put up a fight. But even if it's by one point, I see the Packers winning uh, this football game, it's, even though they have dysfunction themselves. To me, both these teams have dysfunction. You can't just look at a record and say, oh, the team is solid because they're, they're 2-0. That, 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 no, that has nothing to do with it. Um, you got to look at the actual team. You got to look at how they're playing. You got to look at what's going on inside, um, well, what you can at least perceive to be going on inside the locker rooms, inside those players' heads. So um, Niners should beat the bad, really, really bad teams. But when it comes to average teams and above, uh, they're, they're going to be shaky at best, in my opinion. So I'm picking the Packers to win in, on the road Sunday night football against the Niners. And this one is a good one. Your Monday night football matchup, Eagles at Cowboys. Two good quarterbacks here. Two quarterbacks that I think will play well and two quarterbacks that I think should have a field day uh, against the opposing defenses. Um, Because, I mean, Dak looked really good, man. Dak looks good. And unfortunately, I don't think they can rely on the running game like they used to. The passing game is now the power of the, uh, the Cowboys offense. And that's unfortunate because Zeke used to be the power. The running game used to be the power of that offense. Um, and I know that they are without one of their um, they are without one of their offensive linemen who's got suspended. He played the first, I can't remember if it was Zach Martin or one of the other guys, uh, but he played the first game. No, I think because Zach Martin was out of the first game due to COVID protocol. And then there's another old lineman who he played the first game, but because I think of he violated one of the policies. I can't remember which one. He's out for a couple games. So the Cowboys are not at full strength on the offensive line. That does uh, worry me a little bit against this in what seems to be an improved Eagles defense. Um, And then Jalen Hurts playing well um, on the Eagles offense. And the Cowboys defense, I I do not have faith in. I don't. I don't have faith. Um, But this is a division rival game. This is a tough one. This is a tough one because I see both of these teams almost just about equal. I see these teams just about equal. Um, but I have to give a little. I, I think that the cow uh, the the Cowboys. Let me start with Jalen Hurts. I think that Jalen Hurts would have an easier, not easy, but easier time against the Cowboys' defense than Dak would against the Eagles' defense. So what I'm saying is, although I see both of these teams on par with one another, especially offensively, I think that the Eagles' defense is going to give the Cowboys' offense a harder time to score 
is going to give them a rougher time when they're playing as opposed to Jalen Hurts um, getting through that, carving up that uh, Cowboys defense. So I have to give an edge, just an edge to the Eagles. Just an edge. Because I'm saying that I think that it's, it's, it's something that is overcomable for the Cowboys, especially with Dak Prescott, especially with the way he's playing now. I think it's overcomable. But I have to give a slight edge to the Eagles in this one. Um, so I'm picking the Eagles very, very, very on the borderline about this. But I'm going to pick the Eagles slightly over the Cowboys. Uh, but this could go, this could definitely go either way. And I know, you know, most people don't like that back and forth from their sports guys. I get it. But this one, I got to go there. Okay, because it's a division rival game, Monday night football, all the bright lights, and both these teams are good. They're not great, but they're good. Um, but I think that Eagles defense is uh, going to give uh, the Cowboys offense just enough fits for their offense to get ahead and pull out a narrow win. So I'm picking the Eagles on the road to beat the division rival Cowboys on Monday Night Football. That will conclude your week three predictions and analysis for this NFL 2021 season. I definitely appreciate all my subscribers. Please continue to listen. Please continue to subscribe, uh, share this podcast with those who really enjoy football. Look, I'm getting to that point where you know, I got to go with what I got to go with, you know, dealing with some life situations, but I got to go with what I got. And uh, I'm concerned about the football. I'm concerned about uh, the actual information. I'm there for the football lovers. I'm not there. For, I'm not here for the entertainment. You know, I've already gotten that hate about you're not entertaining enough. You're not. Well, you know, you know, I got some things to say about that, but I don't know if this is the podcast for it. But we'll get to that, too, because to me, that's important. But. This information, this podcast is for the football lovers. If you don't love football and you want entertainment, you got plenty of other places to go. Um, You know, I got to be like that. I got to stand up for mine. I know my stuff is important. I know my stuff is valuable. I know my analysis is good. So it is what it is. I'm going to be confident in that. I'm not going to worry about being more and more entertaining. If I get some advantages to where I can use them and I can make it more entertaining, I will. But right now, it's just about the football. And that should be good enough for those who actually love football. So, until next time, believe until you stop breathing. This is Devalue with Scout Team Sports. We'll see you in the next week, the next episode.